Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farmers are back on the combine in a rush to get the crop in the bin before more rain arrives. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. Risk of a thunderstorm late this afternoon. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50. The high 16, the low 4. Tomorrow... Morning and evening showers. Wind southwest 20, the high 11, the low 5. Friday showers again, the high 7, the low minus 5. Saturday cloudy, the high 7, the low minus 3. Sunday cloudy, 60% chance of flurries or rain showers, the high plus 5, the low plus 1. Monday cloudy, 60% chance of flurries or rain showers, the high plus 5, the low minus 2. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high near 9. The normal high for this date, 16, the normal low, 1. The sun rose at 6.49 this morning. It sets at 6.52 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, Regina and Leader at 14.4 degrees. The cold spot in Saskatchewan, Collins Bay at 6 degrees. That's up north. Estevan and Saskatoon, both 14. Swift Current, Weyburn and Yorkton, all 12 degrees. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, and the hot spot in Saskatchewan tied with leader at 14.4. That's 57 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 33, gusting to 46. Humidity, 51%. The barometer dropping, 101.2. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 13 degrees. Winds are from the west-northwest, 22, gusting to 35. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. Saskatchewan farmers are in a rush to get crops in the bin before more rainfall arrives. The outlook is for rain and possibly snow this weekend across much of the grain belt. APAS Vice President Ian Boxall farms in the Tisdale area of northeast Saskatchewan. He was combining late last night and estimates harvest is 30 to 40 percent complete in his area. Yeah, we were able to go till one in the morning last night up here. The weather for the last number of days has been cooperative for harvest up here. I think most guys are rolling. We finally got into some dry grain, which is nice. Prior to this, it's been lots of dryers running but guys are into dry grain now and let's hope the forecast stays they've pushed back the bad weather for this area for a number of days and so let's hope it stays boxall says some of the wheat has severe sprouting but most farmers are happy with the yield so far he says most of the wheat that's been taken off has graded number two 
He says farmers need two to three weeks of good harvest weather and combining in the far northeast in October is common. On another topic, the Canadian Federation of Agriculture sponsored an agricultural debate among representatives of the main political parties last night. Boxall says farm business risk programs need a full review. And I would like to see some concrete stuff come out of this, not just a bunch of fluff. This kind of seems to me that what we've seen lately is just fluff. We'll look at it, we'll look at it. Well, the time to look at it is now, and the time to make changes is now. And the, and the government stated, you know, a few years ago that agriculture is one of the six pillars to drive the economy in Canada. So we deserve some of the time and we deserve some of the effort to put in to get this stuff resolved for the, all the producers. Ian Boxall farms near Tisdale and is vice president of APAS. Hailstorm activity for the first half of September is described as moderate with minor to heavy crop damage. The president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association, Rick Omolchenko, says there were over 530 hail claims in the first two weeks of this month, with about two-thirds from Saskatchewan. He says the biggest storm in this province centered on Ituna, northeast of Regina, last Wednesday. Well, first half, we were about, you know, we're around at just over 500 claims. Uh, last week, uh, there wasn't that many. The first week, there was a few more. Like there's, the bulk of them came from then. But this last week here, there was just some pea-sized, moderate to light hail in the last week here. So the first week of September, we had 500 claims. The second week of September, we've had 30. Yeah, it was very minor, yes. Now tell me a little bit about the hail damage in the second week of September. I understand we've reached in Ituna today, and that's where there was a big hailstorm last week, correct? Yes, yes. Last week uh, we had a really large, I think it was like Wednesday or something like that, last week that we had a hailstorm go through there. It's a very wide spread storm uh, going north, kind of north, uh, east, southwest. Ituna is the kind of the eye of it, and it, but it's heavy hit south of I-2 into Lipton, Leros, and then it, it goes all the way up into Yorkton, Kamsak, Pelly, that direction. And the major of the eye is Ituna, where it's, it's sad to see crops that are almost ready for harvest, and there's really nothing left. Describe the damage a little bit more for me, and what size of hail? The hail seems to be about marble size uh, in that Ituna area. It came down with force, uh, lots of wind and rain with it. There's water laying everywhere. But the damage to some of the crops where there was some standing canola, there's just sticks left. Whereas there's some wheat, it's just pounded into the ground about six inches high. And then it kind of peters off both sides. But it's just like hail. It's up and down, but it was pretty heavy in that area. So that was the major storm last week. Any other storms of significance? Nothing to report on that. I don't know the numbers that are coming out of uh, last week's in that iTunes area, but I just know from our company alone, we've got 60-plus claims in that area. I know the other companies will probably be in that, you know, 60-plus also. So there's probably going to be at least 300, 400 claims just from the east side of Saskatchewan. You're still asking farmers to leave check strips? Yes, yeah, it's really, like, we're really trying to get out, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, the wetness and the intactness of the fields is, is holding us back a bit, but we're still going out there and trying to do, uh, go as fast as we can to keep ahead of the combines. I know we're, uh, we want you to leave adequate check strips, but we're trying to, we're trying to get there as fast as we can to, so that you don't have to. Uh, I know it's a pain, uh, and all companies know it's a pain to leave for farmers to leave these check strips and have to go back and take them. So we're getting there as fast as we can and, and uh, accommodating as much as we can. Just to remind everybody, there's you know with these with these hail claims, uh, there's a lot of wind and rain damage out there too that's coming with this. The heavy winds are are knocking things down. The adjusters are trying to you know make sure they do their best they can to 
you know, accommodate the, what the actual hail damage is. So just, uh, you know, bear with them. Uh, know that they're doing a fair assessment and trying to do their best for the farmers. Rick Omolchenko is the president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. The author of a report on farmland flooding in the Quill Lakes area says the damage is devastating. Professor James Warren from the University of Regina says the big surprise to him was the loss of almost 92,000 acres of productive farmland, which is underwater. Yeah, 91,492,000 acres, somewhere in that ballpark. Well, that's a huge piece of ground. I mean, you know, if the average farm size, which I don't know quite how they get that statistic, but the one the provincial government publishes now the latest one is like there's 1,790 acres per per farm. Well, that would be 50 farms flooded. But it's better and worse than that in that there's probably way over 100 producers who've been affected because, uh, you know, only some have lost all their land, but many farmers have lost portions of their land. And Warren says resolving the issue is under discussion. You know, one of the, the, the solutions is that there was, uh, back in the day, maybe before we started farming here, that, that water would run from the Quill Lakes watershed to Last Mountain Lake. And the people in that watershed are concerned, like the, the, the salinity in the Quill Lakes, what would happen. And, I mean, there's been various studies done to by the water security agency indicating that it shouldn't be too shouldn't be a problem but they're going to spend you know i don't know the the last study i looked at where they were envisioning doing that it was around 80 million dollars and in some ways i think there'll be people saying well why couldn't that just go to the families who've been harmed uh because you know i don't know i am not an agrologist but I would wonder if how long it might be before some of that land, if it's been flooded with salty water, how long before it becomes productive again and what kind of remediation measures you might have to take. You know, it's, it's not a matter of draining the land and everything's better right away. But Warren points out Holland has been able to turn saltwater land into productive farmland. He outlines what he would like to see done. Well, I would like to see senior governments take some responsibility for what was pretty much land drainage anarchy for the last 50 years. You know, we've drained and drained and drained, and I don't know how much of a contribution farmland draining makes, you know, to the flooding. Don't know. Not a hydrologist. But one would assume there used to be sloughs that held some of the water that's in the lakes now at one time. And they're gone now. And that benefits the people who have the extra land to farm. But it isn't helping the ones who are at the, uh, at, you know, where the creek finally goes into the lake at the bottom of the watershed. Those people are, are, are hurt. Now, that might not, I mean, most of the problems due to excess precipitation. But, you know, you would think government would feel there's some obligation there 
because of that, the, the, the possible role of, of drainage issues, the government would step up to the plate and, and, and uh, compensate these people for whatever we could, you know, come up with as a, their fair contribution to the problem at least. The Quill Lake study found losses totaled $253 million between 2012 and 2018 from flooded farmland. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell 60 cents at $407.06. Oats gained 23 cents at one seventy two eighty nine. Number one red spring wheat rose 561 at 223.15. The rest were unchanged. Durham 248.69. Feed barley 141.47. Flax 485.93. Yellow peas 214.54. Feed wheat $147.79. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is up 9 cents at 553.5 cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, September the 25th. 1,450 in the short, 275 cows and bulls, a total of 1,725 for the day. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 78 to 88. Sales to 90, 91. D3 cows, 68 to 78. Cows are averaging 80 cents. Good bulls, a dollar to a dollar 10. Sales to 112, 113. The bulls are averaging 103. On to the pre-sort sales, some highlights here. On the steer side, 425 pound steers, 248. 500 pound tan steers at 229. We had a big package of black steers weighing 500 pounds. There was 82 of these black steers. They topped out at 223. 575 pound steers, 233. 650 pound tan steers at 219. And of course, my favorite pen, 700 pound tan steers at 212. On to the yearling steers, 750 pound yearling steers, 203. The 850s brought 194, 950 pound yearling steers 180, and 1,075 pound yearling steers at 160. On to the heifer side, 425 pound heifers 213, 500 pounders 199, 575 pound heifers 197, 650s at 191, 700 pound heifers at 181, and jump into the yearling heifers. 850-pound yearling heifers at 169, and 950-pound yearling heifers at 161. Next week, pre-sort sale. We're featuring black and red Angus cattle, but all breeds are welcome. 2,200 head booked for that sale. The following week after that, we have another black and red Angus sale. Following that, we go into our Charlet sale. That will be a good one. And end of October, we will have our Semental sale. These sales always fill up every year. This year will be no exception. Please make that phone call and book your cattle and your trucks. And hopefully we can get some good weather here and get some crop off this week. 
That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for Sig 5 TCP BP2, 126.48 per CKG. For BP4 TCP4, it's $140.27 per CKG. The outlook today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm late this afternoon. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the high today 16, the low 4. Tomorrow, Morning and evening showers, wind southwest 20, the high 11 tomorrow, the low 5. In Regina, part the cloudy in 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.